Hi, and welcome back to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans Podcast, I like talking about all things pop culture, social media, and shenanigans. And that's why we are talking about today's episode and what the topic is, because I think that the Hype House Netflix show is the perfect culmination of all of those things combined. And here to talk about the Hype House Netflix show with me is my friend, Hannah. Hannah, thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Sorry, Siri cut you off. (laughs) But I'm assuming that you said thank you for having me. (laughs) I did. I did. This is going great already. We're doing really good. We had some technical difficulties at the start. We're doing good though. But yeah, I brought Hannah on to talk about the Hype House. Um, I straight up made her watch the show so that she could come on and talk with me, which I think is how most of our friendship goes, where I'm just like, I need someone to go with me to go watch the Marvel movies. So I need you to binge watch all of them. Which I did. (laughs) And now the same thing has happened with the Hype House in that I... For those of you who, um, well, I'm fairly certain all of you who listen to this podcast or watch this podcast on YouTube are familiar with the fact that my main shtick is that I'm a YouTuber and I run the channel Swell Entertainment. By the time this episode of the podcast comes out, my video on the Hype House show will have been out for about a week by then. But the reason I'm still talking, I just, I don't know, I want to keep talking about this show because the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, wait a minute. What about this? And then like, it's just such a weird, gosh, piece of culture now. That's like a weird, like, I want to analyze this. There's a, there's stuff to tell. It's absolutely terrible in a lot of ways. (laughs) Oh, it's not good. It's, it's not a good show, but like, it's, it's so, it's weirdly fascinating in a, the most boring way possible. But also that's what this podcast is, is me taking things far too seriously. So why not take the hype house show on Netflix? and the Hype House in general, far too seriously. So that's what we're doing today. (laughs) So for those of you who are not familiar, the Hype House, let's start there. The Hype House was the first, arguably the first TikTok collab house. They're not the first collab house, but they're the first TikTok one in that they were announced that they were existing and there was articles done on them way back in January of 2020, pre-pandemic. All of this has gone on during the pandemic, which I just think is... Insane. But basically what a collab house is, is that all of these creators, big name creators get together to make content together and live together, both together and individually, as in the content is that. So yeah, usually they all have their individual platforms. And then the one that's like the main one of the group. Hype House is the first one. And I believe they're also currently the only one that's actually functioning. I don't want to say properly, because I do think that they have risen and fallen in their popularity in the last two years. And I don't think the help, the show has helped that in any way. I think it's just like, I think that if anything, this is making people more aware of certain elements of online content creators and TikTok in general. And I don't think it's painting us in any better of a light. <laughs> not, not in the slightest. Hannah, what did you know about the Hype House before the show, before I bullied you into watching this show? Okay, literally nothing. I saw, I was on my phone, I looked at Netflix, I saw Mm -hmm. Hype House, and I went, I'm sending this to Amanda immediately. What the (laughs) hell is this? I literally recognized Nikita. That was it. Nikita Dragon. Yeah, I didn't know who anybody was. Didn't know what the hell I was getting into. Three minutes into the first episode, I went, I hate it. I hate it here already. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I just didn't know who any of these people were. Maybe I'm not in the internet loop as much as I thought. <laughs> yes. So, but anyway, the Hype House show from Netflix. See, I want to know what this pitch was because my theory is that someone at Netflix saw the punked episode on Quibi featuring the Hype House 
And we're like, oh, yes, this is a show idea. These kids are semi-interesting. But the thing is, is that episode of Punked featured the Demelios and Addison Rae specifically, all of whom are no longer in the Hype House. So I'm wondering, <laughs> and I'm, so here's my thing. I mentioned this in my video briefly. I had been told by people in the industry, I live out here in LA. They also live in LA adjacent. They live in LA County. I had been told by industry people that Netflix started filming the show realized that they didn't really know why any of these people were famous and they couldn't justify giving them a show and that the show was canceled arguably before they stopped filming. Like they didn't even finish filming and they, the show was canceled. It was probably not going to air. See, that's whenever I sent that to you and you were immediately, like your response was, I thought it was canceled. I had been told by multiple people that Netflix did not want to go forward with the show. I can see why. <laughs> but that was even before the allegations came out. So so before we get into talking about some of our feelings on the show itself, um, I do want to address that there has been, an article has come out featuring two of the cast members, Lorraine and Chase Hudson, both of whom have alleged that some of the storylines on the show are fabricated, in that one of the original cast members who was in the original promotional images when they announced, oh, hey, a show's coming out sometime in 2022 or whatever, when they announced the show was when they were originally filming it. Sienna May, I believe Sienna May Gomez is her full name, um, was a member of the Hype House who was featured in a lot of the promotional images, okay? She was involved in the Hype House. She was involved on TikTok, all this stuff. Early 2021 or after a couple of, God, I want to say around May, it was around the fight. I know that the Battle of the Platforms fight, which was also mentioned on the show, which is interesting. It was alleged that she had sexually harassed and or sexually assaulted another member of the Hype House, Jack Wright, I believe. Some people have confirmed it. Neither of them have confirmed or denied it, whatever. There's a lot of back and forth. We're not here to really speak on that. But because of that, is why Lorraine and Chase are claiming that these storylines were fabricated because they scrubbed her from the show. She is nowhere in the show. You don't see the back of her head in this show. She is gone, okay? But she was originally a main cast member, so she was there at one point. Lorraine specifically is alleging that a bunch of stuff was fabricated, specifically a storyline about him knowingly going to a party when he knew he was COVID positive, which allegedly caused a halt in filming for two weeks. And that storyline was insane. <laughs> and he alleged that all of that was fake and filmed after the fact to fill the runtime for the stuff that Sienna was cut from. And so even then, if that is the case, that was arguably some of the most boring drama of all time. So that was part of it. Chase alleged that the arguments about his house were not true in that he they tried to make it seem like he did not own his house and that he was not paying for it, that Thomas was helping pay his rent for his mansion, his Cheesecake Factory mansion. Oh, did not like that house. <laughs> He's claiming that's not true. Um, and again, the, the, I think the main problem with this show is so much of the drama, I, audio listeners, dramas and air quotes, is that the drama would be fixed if they just agreed to sit down and speak to each other like human beings. But instead we have a bunch of 20 somethings acting like middle schoolers. So they're just like basically ghosting each other despite the fact that they all work together. It's very weird. Very, very bizarre. Like the, the Lorray storyline comes to, the way we find out about it, okay, is still, Lorray and Chase are both saying that it's not the fault of those, their castmates or their friends. And I'm like, Netflix only has so much control. If these people didn't want to do something, they didn't have to. It's not like one person is like, oh, I'm quarantining because of 
Lorraine. No, it's like half the cast and half the Hype House are saying that they are now being quarantined because Lorraine went to a party with COVID and didn't think about anyone else but himself. That's not Netflix. That's the entire cast making a decision to participate. Also, I did like in the article. So this article came out from NBC talking about it. And Chase alleged that Charlie, who was his ex-girlfriend, maybe his current girlfriend, who knows? The show kind of leaves it up in the air. They have shows on Hulu. He made a comment about how Hudson went on to say that producers painted him as a villain and gave him a producer credit, even though he said he had no knowledge or oversight of the storylines in each episode. Hudson, who dated Demelio, contrasted his experience to hers on Hulu's The Demelio Show, a similar reality TV format that focused on one family. I talked to them. They had full control as to what was going on on the show, what they were comfortable with. None of us had that kind of access to the show. See, you don't just get given a producer credit. Something has to go on. You have to have some type of involvement in a show. You can't just be handed a producer credit. And he's claiming that they did that to try and what? Like, I, I don't even understand what he's trying to say with that. But even then, he wasn't even, like, painted as a villain. Because a lot of the people that I even saw were even talking about the show were like, give Vinny and Chase their own show. Like, they were, like, I don't know, non-problematic. Yeah, no, I don't agree with the villain element of it all. I mean, I guess how if you're a fan of, let's say, the Hype House in general, yeah. you can look at him trying to do his own thing as him, you know, betraying the Hype House and turning his back on his friends. But I think anyone with two brain cells to rub together would see that that was not the case and that Chase was really just trying to kind of, I don't want to say further his career because that sounds like harsh. It yeah. sound, he was really just trying to do his own thing and was like, okay, I'm not going to be involved in any of the drama. I'm going to focus on my music and focus on what's next because I think that's the smartest thing to do because let's face it, Hannah, you and I have been terminally online since we were in True. middle school, okay? True. We have seen creators rise and fall, like the rising and falling of Rome, okay? <laughs> no one can do this job forever. I acknowledge that. You acknowledge that. Yeah. I think some of these people on the show acknowledge that, but I don't think any of them really know what to do next except for Chase. He was actively being like, okay, I can't do this forever. I want to do music. So I'm going to focus on that. Smartest thing he could be doing. I mean, I think one of my like main issues was like, you saw Chase kind of doing his own thing, right? And you have and you see Thomas constantly like kind of berating him a little bit, but it's like the rest of the guys in the house don't do anything. They just sit there on their on their asses all day. And it's like, why you guys live in a mansion for free. Do something. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. So my main one of my main criticisms of uh Thomas is how he speaks to or speaks of Vinny versus speaks of Chase. Because Chase and Vinny, Chase was a found member of the Hype House. Vinny's the newest member of the Hype House. Okay. Right. And Thomas complains and bitches about Chase and Chase doing his own thing constantly. And then yeah. he turns around and goes to Vinny and is like, I know when you're the hot young thing or whatever, everyone can kind of take advantage of you and I don't want you to feel like I'm doing that. What I really want the Hype House to be is like the Disney Channel where people go on to bigger and better things. Meanwhile, that's what Chase is doing. Meanwhile, that's what the Demelios and Addison have done. And Thomas sees that as a slight to him. And it's like, no. We can't have both. Yes, you are in business with your friends, but when you're the manager and you're the oldest and you, you are taking a level of responsibility to run this business, you have to be the adult and you have to be the manager that you're claiming to be. You need to be like, okay, people have left my job. The end. They handed in their resignation. Chase, more or less moving out. I would take that as handing in a resignation of some sort. Move 
forward. Vinny, okay, cool. You're, you want to do your own things. You're doing all the stuff. Great. But here's what you need to do in order to continue to live in the house. Same with all the other guys. So they get their rent paid for free. Basically they have this brand deal that they have to do where they have to do eight videos, eight TikToks a month on their hype house TikTok page and bang energy pays their rent for this mansion, which means that none of these 20 somethings have to pay rent which is insane to me, one. But what's more insane- So insane. What's more insane is that n- most of them can't do that. Yeah, right. Like it's, a, it's an issue from the first episode to the last episode. None of them ever pull their weight. And at one point, I think, was it Ryland? Ryland Storms, who's currently living with Chase. He says at one point, or one of the other guys that's actually living in the house says, I don't think Thomas has realizes, yeah, this is our jobs, but like we're 21 in LA with more money than a 21 year old knows what to do with or something. And it's like, okay. That annoyed me so much. Go pay rent then. Hi, I'm also in my 20s living in LA as a content creator. Pay rent, join the rest of us. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it was the part where it was like Alex and Kofor were like going out and they're like, which car is should we take today? And I was like, wow, the privilege is really just shouting out today. Their whole relationship is something that I, so I believe it was early 2020 or no, it was late 2019, I believe, because I talked about this with Mackenzie when we were on the uh, Scam Wow podcast together. But Cover put out a vlog of a day in her life in the hype house or something. Oh God, it had to have been in 2020 then. It was like a full day and it was the weirdest most uncomfortable video to watch for me because at the time she was the only girl living in the house. She was quite literally like the house's mother in that she's cleaning up after all these guys. Sometimes she was making them food. She went to bed at like three in the morning because she was cleaning up after everyone because they they find everyone finally left the kitchen. So now I get to clean and it's like, whoa, <laughs> she's feeding their pets. She's taking care of everyone. It was very weird. And so then to have that transfer into the show and it was kind of seemed like it was a switch where it was more like Mia is the one that's kind of more like the den mother, which I mean, she's Thomas's girlfriend. Makes sense yeah. where she kind of takes on like, oh, yes, he is the the leader of this house and I am the one helping him, you know, that the weird dynamics of that filling in, that makes sense. And then you have Cover and Alex and it's like Cover's asking for the barest of bare minimums and Alex can't even give her that. He's bitching at her over, oh God. At one point she's like, I just would like to have some space in our room, but your desk just keeps getting bigger. Your stuff keeps getting bigger. And then he just goes, well, a lot of the stuff in the shower is yours. Excuse me. She's not hanging out in the shower. It's not. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I need to calm down. <laughs> I hate that but it's like that like common thing of like, you see so many like so social media couples be like, this doesn't work half the time because you constantly have a camera in your face. And Cover shared that. And even then like the whole like fake marriage storyline, I felt so bad for Cover. And like, it just, it gave, okay, I don't even know if this is like the right analogy, but they gave me David and Liza vibes, if that okay. makes any sense. You know about Alex's vlogging business model, right? I mean, he basically had David Dobrik's laugh to a T. So I mean, it's literally It him. was interesting watching the show because I was like, oh, okay. So for those of you that aren't aware, Alex Warren is a vlogger and one of the main guys in the Hype House. Okay, him and Cover have been dating. I met them at VidCon in 2019. They've been together for a very long time. I was supposed to interview Alex for my Tanacon One Year Later video. 
also in 2019. He ghosted me for the interview, which I still am salty about, but whatever. We're moving forward. People <laughs> don't change. And um, this was all pre-Hype House. He does this thing when his vlogs where he kind of mimics David Dobrik. I thought it was interesting because there was a time early on in 2020, 2020, 2021, when David was quote unquote canceled and, and a bunch of stuff came to light about how he treats the members of his vlogs and women in his vlogs. And he was kind of, I'm trying to think of the proper word. Uh, he was called out for his treatment of people and how he covers up certain things that his vlog squad members do and things like that. There was a lot going on. Alex, prior to that, had been mimicking David in his vlogs. And that was like, he mimicked down to his laugh, his filming style, the storytelling skit aspect of David's vlogs. He mimicked it all. And so when the show started and Alex was talking, I was like, oh my God, he dropped it. He's not doing the voice. He's not doing like the David voice. This is good. This is progress. This is something. He's becoming his own person. That's good. And then they started doing a bit where he's filming. And he's doing the voice. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, I kept thinking back. I thought we were past this. But I kept thinking back to like, like whenever like Alex was like, you know, I want to, you know, do all these crazy stunts and stuff. And I'm like, if he's trying to mimic David, let's not forget that Jeff Wittick almost lost an eye. Oh yeah. He nearly killed one of his cast members. David did. I'll, right. I'll say that. I'm not, I'm not even going to say it's like, oh, it was an accident. No, he operating a fucking crane in shallow water with one hand and filming with the other and whipping his friends around, hanging from a rope from the end of a crane. And he whipped it too fast. And Jeff's head, the sound, I've seen the footage. The sound that Jeff's head makes when it slams into the side of the crane is sickening. I couldn't even watch it. It was just. He nearly lost his eye. He could have died. He could have brain damage. Like there's there's so much there. And I'm not condoning most of Jeff's actions on, a, on any other things. You know, I'm just mm -hmm. saying this thing. David nearly killed him. I will say that. And. You know, the fact that Alex is trying to mimic those things, I don't think, I don't know. There's a, it's just, it's not good. It's bad. And I also think my whole thing with anyone with, with YouTube in any regards is that the best thing you can do for yourself is be as authentic to yourself as you can, because that's the best way to not go insane. And you can right. see throughout the show, Alex is routinely miserable. I don't think there's ever a time where he's not upset and even the moments where he's like making up with Cover or being lovey-dovey with Cover or getting a weight off his shoulders about his family drama or the stuff that he's been through with his family. He's not lighter or happier after that. And I think a lot of that has to do with how he makes his content. He comes up with the fake wedding idea with him and Cover where he's like, I need to constantly be topping myself and constantly be growing. The numbers aren't going down, but you know, they're not going up. And it's like, yeah, okay, you're plateauing, which is normal. It's normal in content creation. But he sees that as not going up. And so that's bad, you know? So he keeps trying to top himself. So they do a fake wedding, which every single stunt like YouTuber, crazy trending YouTuber does at some point. There's been a, a zillion and one fake weddings on YouTube. It's no longer shocking. It's no longer a big deal. They do the fake wedding. It's his idea. Cover is excited about it, but also not because she does genuinely want to be married. She loves Alex. She genuinely wants to be married to him. And he then is complaining and bitching the entire time. And it's like, my guy, this was your idea. You're not even having a good time when it's your idea. I don't, I don't even... Yeah, it was just a weird storyline for sure. What do you think could have fixed the drama of the show? Because I think that that was the main thing missing in that the drama sucked <laughs> for a majority of the show. It was like the main plot line was first like Chase moved out. Everyone's mm -hmm. mad. And then the second plot line was like the whole like 
Larray COVID thing and then like mm-hmm. Nikita being there. I couldn't understand why Nikita was there to begin with. It just she like the plot there. lines weren't that good like for a show. I don't even it wasn't like sucking you in at all. The thing about reality TV and the thing that's important is if the premise doesn't keep you around for another season, the cast members have to keep you around for another season. Right. If that doesn't happen, shuffle out the cast members. The Real Housewives franchise does this, all of that. But even then, the Real Housewives women, they know how to be great. They know how to be they know how to give us drama. They know how to they know how to show us rich women getting involved in petty shit. That's especially Salt Lake City. <laughs> oh God. You know, I, I'm getting caught up on Potomac right now. And it's like, oh my God, some of the drama, it's great. And the women know how to make it go. Okay. But the thing is, is that I think that I think that too many of the people on this show, and they talked about it at least once an episode, are afraid of being canceled. And so oh, yeah. they kept seeing this show as a chance of this is my time to show who I am. But also they held it back. Like there was the conversation between Lorraine and Nikita about Nikita blackfishing oh and the criticisms that Lorraine has experienced by being friends with Nikita over that. This was a very serious conversation and it felt like it was not actually discussed. It was just Nikita saying- It felt like it didn't go anywhere. It didn't go, Nikita is just like, well, sometimes my skin does look like that. And Lorraine is like, I'm there when these photos are taken. No, really? it, you don't, you don't look like that. You, I'm yeah. like, girl, I'm going to hit you or something. Like, he, it doesn't even say that. Like, it's like, and it's really weird because then it's like kind of like, okay, I'll check you. And then it's like, okay, but like we were in the middle of being checked. Like, let's let's back it up. Let's fix this. Let's keep going. And then there's another point where Vinny, Vinny Hacker, is routinely saying, I'm raging. There's two or three episodes where he's like, I'm raging right now. He never shares why he's raging. And he never actually does anything worthy of being raged or like ensuing that he's actually raging. I'm like, we needed someone to flip a table is what I said in my video. Like we need someone to commit to the drama, but instead it's like something that I was like, okay, this is going somewhere. Ryland Storms, who again was kicked out by Thomas. He got drunk one night, apparently prior to filming and went off on Mia for issues that allegedly all of the members of the Pipe House had and like blew up at Mia. Thomas is like, okay, you can go live with Chase and kicks out Ryland. And it's like, wait a minute, let's revisit this. Hey, let's talk like yeah. Netflix. If you're really having the hand in this show that these guys are claiming that you have, you need to get these people sitting together in the bus and having a confrontation. Okay, hey, we're going to Joshua Tree. Great. Force these two to sit down and talk. This it's so weird. Like Ryland, I was expecting something. You know, when they're when they're all drinking in Joshua Tree, I was expecting more drama. Instead, we got Mia being like, no one's pulling their weight. Thomas is crying. Larray being like, this is the dumbest conversation, snapping off. I do still think that Larray's line of, I don't know if Mia's all hyped up because she's Thomas's girlfriend or because she's a Leo. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. Yeah, I mean, that whole like Joshua Tree trip just backfired. It was like, I don't understand. I mean, everyone kind of separated. No one was really talking to each other. No one was making the content that they were meant to. It was just, the trip made no sense. Thomas didn't even try. He didn't, that the whole trip was to bring everyone together and to make some content. And then it's like, he just expected them. Like, did he ever voice to them? Like, I hope this is a chance that we can work. Like, here's, you need to discuss what the plan is before you go in there and then not go to a trip 
No one does what they're supposed to. And then you get upset about it. Like communicating could fix half the issues on this show. And the fact that that's what the drama is. No one slept with someone's girlfriend. No one uh, insulted someone's mother. No one is stealing people's content ideas. No one is deleting people's videos from their content. No one is destroying and sabotaging brand deals. The COVID drama was allegedly fake. And this was allegedly never a thing that actually happened. It like, that was the closest we ever got. Like, For a bunch of content creators and a bunch of messy 20-somethings, this was dumb drama. None of this came anywhere. And even then, I am a content creator. I'm a content creator out here in LA. These people were trying to repeatedly convince me that being a content creator sucks. And it's so weird that they did that. They had the opportunity to show, here's what my job is like. And it seemed like they couldn't even do that. I don't, it just felt like for people who are living in a mansion for free and constantly hating on the fact that they're content creators, it's like you you guys are barely even content creators because you don't do anything all day. We Mm -hmm. see that. They show it in the show. They sit on their asses all day. I don't know. I mean, because like for me, obviously, like I'm not a content creator. I don't, I'm not in that, but I'm friends with you and I see you work your ass off. There's a complete difference between, That wasn't even a word. A difference between you and these 15 kids living in a mansion the size of, um, I don't even know, a very big. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, you know, Thomas is constantly complaining about people not doing the work. He's only telling me about this, it seems. And it's like, he never sits the house down and like they, they do one meeting where it's like, here's the bang videos. We need to do eight. We've done three. Most, none of you have done the one. Like basically it's like everyone in the house on average has to do at least one video for bang. And it's not even like bang energy. This video is not sponsored by bang. None of that. It's like, they just have to have the, they have to do a dance and bang is in the dance or it's there, you know? And it's like, okay, why can't you do that? It's the most, do your bare minimum content. You do one video a month. Hey, it's the second of the month. Cool. My work is done. I get to live for free for another month. No, they can't even do that. And it's like, there's for the money that they're claiming to be making. None of them are like going and spending money, doing extravagant trips. At one point they go to the Joshua tree, like we said. And the first question is who's paying for Joshua tree. (laughs) And Thomas is paying for Joshua tree. And it's like, okay, you all have money. What is this? Alex at one point claims he's spending all this money. They have the car, the one car they show. God, what was it? What was the first car that they showed? And I was like, you took this to a pumpkin patch? A strawberry field? Oh my God. God, was it a Bentley? Was it like a Mercedes or something? It had to have been a Bentley or something. It was a Bentley. It was a Bentley, I think. And I, Cause I was just like, you douchebag. Oh my God. Or was it a Rolls Royce with the uh, suicide doors? It was one of the crazy. It was a Rolls. It was a Rolls. Oh my God. God, you know, like it's like Alex is claiming he's spending all this money. The only money we really see him spend is allegedly on the wedding. And then he claims he spent $700 for an hour for the, or 30 minutes for the gyroscope yeah. and got bored and didn't use it. And it's like, okay, was it that boring? Like, I I mean, at the very least go in the gyroscope once instead it's just like, yeah, no, we're done. And then they just let the dude take it apart. Like, did you pay him? Well, I mean, Amanda, no one got hurt. You know, he wants pain. <sighs> he wants someone screaming and freaking out. And it's like, ooh, exactly. okay. For all the talk of how much money they're making, no one's spending money. Like, I think if anything, Nikita's outfits are the only thing proving that these people have wealth. <laughs> 
Chase, Nikita had one goal and it was to get in as many episodes as possible. So she was constantly stirring the pot and making sure she was the best dressed at every single, it's like you, you girlies can wear your matching track suits. I'm coming in sequins. Like that's what she, <laughs> that was her whole goal. Every outfit I was like, girly, what are you doing? You're around 17 year old boys right now. What is happening? <laughs> she was like, I am the focus of this episode and I will make sure you know that. Which okay, like, I'm- I mean, I can respect the, the hustle, but it's like, it just, it definitely seemed like she was on one show and everyone else was on another but like okay how long has she actually been like in the hype house because i did not even realize that she was in the hype house to begin she's with. she's been associated with the hype house for a while she's not really in the hype house but then technically neither is loray it was announced that loray and Vinny were going to be joining the hype house i guess at the same time except Vinny moved in and loray did not and so he has his own place, you know, he has his own mansion, which just look, I mean, I don't like the sterilized white house look. I think it looks like a sanatorium. Personally, I don't like the McMansion look out here in LA right now. It's not fun. Yeah. But I mean, at least his house looked like he lived in it and it wasn't just like this weird staged crappy looking kitchen, like the one in the hype house. I'm sorry that I don't know what Netflix happened with the, the setup of the cameras, but like they made this kitchen look horrible. They made this house look tiny for the amount of people that are living in there. Like show us your room. Like show us like, I think we saw. It felt very like big brothery with the camera angles in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah, it looked like it was like something like, um, God, is it Reality House that JC, Kaylin, and uh, them are setting up? I think so. They made the Hype House look like it was that. And it's like, okay, I can find this on YouTube. This is not a Netflix quality thing happening and it was just really weird and awkward and it's like i i don't know there's so many elements of content creation that they could show us that i think would be a much more interesting show and i'm not saying that hi give me a show i'm not saying that i'm trying to do acting i'm not trying to be a reality star it's not what i'm doing but you know like there's things about the industry and the job that i think people who are interested in becoming a youtuber a TikToker, a content creator like these people would be interested in seeing. But instead, what we got was barely any content creation. Here's petty drama that never really comes to fruition. And then here's all of our trauma. Like, that's, I don't want to say trauma Olympics because that's not what it was. But it really was like these people were finally given permission to like share their things they don't talk about in therapy and they decided to do it into a camera. Yeah, it was very awkward, especially like, I mean, the whole part of Alex and Cover going to Alex's dad's grave at the cemetery. And I'm like, it was his first time going in two years. I was like, why did they have to put this on camera? Like it should have just been a thing for him and Cover to do. Not in front of the whole world. I don't know. It was kind of awkward. Cover acknowledges that there is an issue with the work-life balance and that not just with their lives, but with their relationship where she's like, yeah. I don't know what's for the, the vlog and what's for me, what's for our relationship. And Alex shares that there's an issue with the work-life balance. Like there's filming time and then there's regular time. But then when you're on a show like this, regular time is now also filming time. Right. I don't know. I feel like none of these, I feel like if anything, half these people needed therapy. They didn't need a Netflix show. Oh, I agree with you a thousand percent. They needed to mellow out on drinking the bang energy because I think too many of like, I don't know. I think what throws me off with Thomas is I don't think what we saw of him is really how he is. Early on when the Hype House was started and Thomas was featured in an article about the Hype House and all of that, he talks about how no one can compete with the amount of content that that house makes. Between all of us, we can put out 100 videos a day. No one else can compete yeah. with that. No other media company can compete with that. And he had a very business mindset at the start. And then even that apparently allegedly jokingly went further on where the I believe it was Charlie or Dixie 
joked in an interview or in a TikTok saying that like, oh, I haven't posted a TikTok in three days. So Thomas said I wasn't allowed to eat or something. And allegedly that was fake. But it was like, clearly there was like a quota that everyone had to make. And it's like, okay, did at some point that shifted? Was it when Charlie and Dixie left? When Addison left? Did Thomas realize, oh gosh, if I'm not everyone's best friend, I'm going to lose them? Because that's one thing. That's one, hey, this is how I felt. And he shared that like, he feels abandoned. He feels used. And it's like, at the same time, this is a business. This is the question about working with your friends, you know, and the issues that come along with that. But at the same time, it's like, you can't even get the people living under the house to do the bare minimum eight videos that you need to pay the rent. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it at all. I really don't. Yeah, and it just seems like he kind of, either there was a complete 180 shift in the two years of his running the Hive House, or what we're being shown on the show is not real. And it is all fake. From his personality. Which is very plausible. Very plausible. But it's like, I don't know, if that were the case, I mean, I feel like we would have gotten more of a reaction from the members of the Hype House if that if it was all fake and, you know, this was an act he was putting on for the camera. I feel like we would have gotten more of a reaction versus, you know, the things that are, like, mentioned but then not addressed, like the issues with Mia, Thomas kicking out Ryland. Like, that's, like, apparently, oh, so if you if you don't do your job, you can live here. But if you speak negatively to my girlfriend, then you're out. Like, is there not more? To, like, there, there seems to be a disconnect in what's happened versus what we are being shown. But floored me with Thomas as well as it's, like, communication. Again, all this comes down to communication. He apparently had the mindset of I'm going to shut down the hype house, never speaks to anyone about it, and then decides against him when he sees everyone having fun at prom. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Why don't you sever that one down and share this problem you're having? But I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, like how old is he? 22? He's been 22 for like four years, I think. I don't know. I think he's like my age. I think he's 25. Or 24. I like, I could not imagine running a house like that and doing all, it's like he needs to put himself first before the business stuff because he looks like he's gonna like explode one of these days. I don't know. It mm. just does not seem healthy whatsoever. Yeah, no, that's my, that's my view of both Alex and Thomas is that both of their pro, like the hype house has slackers and then workaholics and there's yeah. no healthy middle. And both Alex and Thomas, half their problems could be solved by hiring people to help them. Like Alex does not need to be editing every single video himself. He can be working with an editor. Same goes with Thomas. He could hire an assistant. He could hire a house manager, a business manager. They speak at one point about how the other houses have fallen and that it's because of management and things like that. And I don't doubt that if it'd be one thing if they were like, we don't want to bring that into this house. Okay. I understand if you have fears of becoming like the other hype houses, the other collab houses, but this is not working. So we need to figure out a new thing because you have people not doing their jobs and you're not doing the bare minimum content that you need to get paid and the brand deals to get done. And all of you are miserable. So here, how do we fix this? Do we hire someone to deal with brand deals? Do we hire someone to make sure that everyone's doing their content and track content? Like all their only job is making sure, okay, who this is the month we have all these members of the hype house who has done their allotted videos that they need to be doing for the month. Like someone needs to be sit there and doing that because what's going on right now is not working. I don't know. It just seems like they're really, really young. And I just don't think that a lot of these content houses really work in the end because I mean, they do explain it in the show that a lot of them have fallen through and it seems like they're right behind them. 
I don't think they're going to work out as long as they want them to. Oh, well, let's address how at the very end of the episode, again, the last episode is the prom and they did a prom because Nikita had never gotten the chance to experience prom before she transitioned. And, you know, she never got to experience prom as Nikita. So they threw a prom and everyone in the Hype House goes And that's when Thomas is like, I'm going to tell everyone about the Hype House, like the Hype House being done. Instead, he decides everyone's having fun. And it seems like the show ends on a very positive note. But then all of a sudden, it jumps to six months later. And Thomas is sitting in front of a camera. He's like, so a couple of things have changed. Yeah. (laughs) And it seems like Cover and Alex have moved out. It's something obviously happened. And they're not saying what happened. They're just claiming that we realize it doesn't make sense for us all to be living together anymore. And it's like, no. That's not, doesn't make sense. Unless if Alex came and was like, hi, I have X amount of money. I don't think it makes sense for me to continue to have one room when I could have a full house for my content and I could be doing whatever I want in my space and not be dependent on your rules. That's one thing. But it doesn't seem like we're, we're not told that, you know? So him and Cover move out and then a bunch of people are still in the hype house. But then it's like, I doubt we're getting another season. I highly doubt it. I, if I know they need to hire me as a showrunner if they're going to do another season because we need to figure this out. This fake drama is not working out. We need to you need some, you need new writers if you're fabricating this shit. You need you need a producer. You need to hire some bachelor producers because those people know how to get shit entertaining. OK, they know how to poke and prod. That's what we need. Clearly, we need someone to shake things up. Nikita's trying. It's not enough. You need more people. (laughs) So I think they probably had this great idea of like, yeah, let's have a show on the Hype House. These young kids doing their own thing. Yeah, it backfired. Very terribly, it backfired. And also, I watched your video on the Hype House, and I did not realize that Chase and your brother looked exactly alike until you pointed They're so similar looking, it (laughs) stresses me out. Dude, oh my god, I was like, dad, I need photos. Grant has photos with his hair longer, and I could not find them because Grant's social media presence is exhausting and that he deletes it every three months, which is insane, (laughs) considering he was more popular on you now and Instagram and all of that before me and then decided to like squander it. Yes, I will drag my brother. I have no problem doing that. That's my goal and job as a big sister. I remember those. I remember that era. Oh my God. He's trying. It doesn't work. But you know, he scrubs it, but he has photos like well done headshots where his hair is longer. It looks like Chase's, but he's blonde and it stresses me <laughs> when I went to tick, when I went to VidCon in 2019, my brother I knew was going to be coming at some point because that's when he was really popular on TikTok, yeah. and I kept doing a double take because I kept thinking I was seeing my brother. All of these TikTok boys look the same. My little brother is no different. He's about to be 21, and he looks like all of these kids. It stresses me out. The TikTok template is alive and well, and I feel <laughs> like you could shuffle these cast members and no one would notice, and that is a problem. <laughs> Get your brother on there and just dye his hair. Just straight black. Oh, yeah. Chase Chase is refusing to film with the Thai Pals. Cool. Grant Golka will step right on in. <laughs> Paint his nails. Get some okay. chains on him. Black okay. hair. will fit in. Let's say the Hype House kind of becomes like the Big Brother house. Okay, let's, let's change it like that. Let's change it around. Or it's like the Bachelor Mansion, okay, where they just bring in different people and then there's one consistent person from the previous season. Who would you add in? To make this more interesting from anyone of social media. It can be a YouTuber. can be. Oh my God. They had the argument of, you know, what's a celebrity and what's an internet celebrity. Let's let's throw in random celebrities too. Why not? They'd never touch the show with the 10 foot pole. Aside from Seth Rogen, apparently, because he wants to do a dissertation on it, which I think is insane. <laughs> like, who do we think can step into the hype house to shake things up for season two? Oh my God. Have you thought about this? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Give me one. I'm thinking that Axel kid from New York, who's, who's cosplaying oh. as poor and got 
uh, denied from Juilliard and somehow has the best branding of all time because he's getting people, strangers on the internet who have never seen this man act a day in his life. He is getting people to send, like, trying to cancel Juilliard, one of the best schools in the country who denies oh. hundreds of people a day. And But this one kid who lives in a shoebox apartment and is cosplaying as poor and never wears a mask when he goes out in public despite the Omicron surge. It, <laughs> I have opinions on this kid. Okay. I truly get Jeremy Harris, the guy that is now doing slave, pay, slave play in a New York did an entire TikTok series about how he's a PR stunt. One of like for like a hype house or whatever the hell. And they like put him there. And they're like, there's this whole plan. And I watched the whole thing and I went, oh, that makes sense. Okay, I got to watch that now. Okay, send me the link because I need to watch that. But yeah, no, I just, I don't know. I'm suspicious. I The, the shoebox apartment, I don't know. I'm, I'm suspicious of that. I'm suspicious of him never wearing a mask. I'm suspicious of how he just popped up out of nowhere. I'm suspicious of how Charlie Puth is suddenly like encouraging him. Even though, again, no one has ever seen him act a day in his life. This man is not familiar with Shakespeare and the Bearless. If you are in involved in theater whatsoever you are aware of Shakespeare there's at least one play that you're like I could do this character like there's something there is something that you <laughs> there's something totally off okay well, I thought of one for funsies so I just I want to see how he I think the hype house members would bully this kid and I just kind of want to see how that would all play out I think Nikita would eat this man alive the way her and Lorraine were trying to eat Charlie alive that one episode of the hype house when she oh, was yeah. saying thing, and they were just like did you eat today did you make your content? Don't give her food if she has not made content today. And I'm like, oh, if no one understood that reference, this is really awkward. This is like a really oh, yeah. bad decision to do. Okay, wouldn't Jeffree Star be fun? I wouldn't trust him around these children. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Same with James Charles. Um, <laughs> I would not trust him around these children. Who can we think? Let's see. I'm thinking uh, like- You need someone young. Yes, someone young. You need like an e-boy or like an e-girl in there. I think we need like a legitimate- cringe gamer girl in there i think that's what we need someone who's like ooh, i think justin minx would destroy them i think uh, <laughs> jay schlatt would also make everyone incredibly uncomfortable and i think that'd be very entertaining i think corpse husband should come on but his his face oh, is blurred out the entire time like he's he's yeah. there but you we still never see his face and so no. same with dream he's in a mask i'm thinking faceless people are popping into my brain and i'm like oh yeah these people who because the thing about being a content creator is either it's your face or your personality that really becomes part of your brand and so I think having faceless people around these people who are like this is me I'm so important like I think that'd be very fascinating the Beverly Hills brat I think would be interesting oh my god bad baby doc any Dr. Phil person who has been made popular by Dr. Phil, I think would shake things up really well. Oh my God, yes. There's a lot of creators that I'm like, they'd be interesting, but I don't want to subject them to this show. You know, like I don't want to put them, like I'm like you, I don't want to risk you losing brain cells being involved in this. I feel like I'm trying to think of like someone who's like problematic, but not. I don't know. I think any commentary YouTuber just shoving yeah. them in there because you know they've spoken about these people I think would be fascinating. Either of the Paul brothers should make a cameo because Thomas was once part of the hype house. Oh, it was part of Team 10. Oh, I kind of want to see Z-Way just rip them apart. See, like half of these people, I feel like I'm so out of the internet loop. I'm like, yeah, okay, I don't know who they are, but sure, I agree. <laughs> um... <laughs> Z-Way is a, is a uh, comedian and a show host who is known for asking very difficult to answer questions. And so I think that she would basically make everyone on this show, like her and Nikita confronting each other, I would want to see because I know she would not let 
That'd be good. Get away with anything. And so I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. He get another MUA on there. Get Manny on there. I'm thinking more like the TikTok space because it's more. It's more TikTok people. We need someone with really big numbers. We need someone with an actual talent that's not just like, hi, I'm crazy. We need someone who does like cooking videos. Oh my god! Wait, have you seen that one guy on there? He's like he his literal entire brand is just thirst trapped i think his name is like christian lock or something him and Vinny side by side do their little thirst traps together <laughs> we didn't even see Vinny do that really like it's like even then like what these people are known for were not being shown and it's like i just think the whole show would need an overhaul like how they let these people interact and how they let them conduct themselves because this is not working out, you know? So Netflix, we need to do a full overhaul. Hire me as a showrunner. We need to scrub the cast. We need to look at the entire cast and be like, who do we think has deserved the right to come back? You need to be brutal in your cutting of the cast. The way that the Housewives franchise are, are you not sharing enough of your life? Are you not entertaining enough? You're demoted to a friend of, okay? That's what's happening. (laughs) You're not coming back. You will not be the next Bachelorette. You know, like that's what we need to be happening here because that or we just need to be done. We need to be done because clearly this is not working. Thomas, you need to hire a business manager and grow a spine. Alex, you need to accept the fact that you are a workaholic and also probably therapy. That'd probably be a good idea. Cover, I want you to have more... I think more female friends would be a good thing for Cover. I truly do. I think she needs more friends outside of the hype house. I think she also needs to like really speak up for herself because obviously, because I don't, I mean, this relationship felt very problematic to me in a lot of ways. They need to work on it. Oh yeah, I like that he was trying to say that they weren't together for like two years. I met them at VidCon in 2019. They filmed this in 2021. Yeah, like two, three years-ish. They were together before then. And I was like, how long have you been together? And he was like, two years, seven months. I was like, that's very specific. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I get your, I get being young and not wanting to get married just yet. I understand that. And, you know, I am not one of those people that's like, you've been together for X amount of years. It's time to get married. I am not that type of person. If you're ready for that, you're ready for it. If you're not, you're not. I would elope tomorrow for someone to tell me that, hey, you want to drive my sports car? Funsies, sure, let's get married. I don't care. I have the terrible opinions of marriage. (laughs) I would elope for funsies because, hey, both of my parents have two divorces. I need to catch up. Okay. I really do. I need to even the plane. I don't like losing. (laughs) And that's what I've learned about myself. Okay. So yeah, I need to beat my parents in the numbers of divorces they have. So that's my view. (laughs) And so there's that, but it's like, clearly there's a difference of what Alex wants from this relationship versus what Cover wants. But then also I think that Alex relies a lot on Cover for mental wellness. Yeah. And I don't think that's fair to her for a relationship. And so I think that Alex needs to go to therapy. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I have the least to complain about with Mia because I do think she was just kind of given the short end of the stick where she was just kind of given the ride or die for Thomas stick by editing. And I don't know how to fix that. Chase kind of doing his own thing. I think Chase just should not be a part of the show next season, frankly. I think they need to force the rest of the cast to pull their weight and not rely on Chase, Nikita, or Lorraine as much. I mean, I think if they want to do the hype house, maybe just do it about the members who actually live in the house rather than the ones who drive in an hour. It's like, well, why are they a part of the hype house if they don't even live in the hype house? Anyway, we've been talking for about an hour. Is there anything else you want to share about the hype house? Your opinions of it? I can't believe you had me watch this show in a day. I mean, I did the um, same thing. So, I mean, I didn't make you suffer more than I did. So, there's that. No, I don't think they'll get an... I don't think they'll get a new season watch them get like the moment this episode comes out they announce season two watch that i wouldn't be shocked 
I mean, how they- Netflix, hire me because I will walk in there and make sure everyone does their work. I'm not even kidding. Hire Amanda because she'll give you some wonderful ideas. I don't need to be on camera. I don't need to be in the show. Get me behind the scenes and I'll make sure people are doing their work. Like I will just be like, look, I'm putting out six to eight full length YouTube videos a month and you can't make a 30 second TikTok with bang energy in the background. Please come on. I'll, I'll make people feel bad and make them work. It's fine. I w- I'm, I'm not above that. I'm not above it. Make this work. Make it work. We can do this. We can figure this out. Netflix, hire me. I will come on as a consultant. Anything else you'd like to add? The show was a lot. I think a lot of me to go to therapy because (laughs) it was a lot. I don't even know what the entire idea of the show was whenever they wanted to share it with the world, but it was a lot to deal with. I don't know. I think when someone's like, oh, you're given a show, they think, how can we make this interesting? But then also it's like, I don't know, they water themselves down for the cameras at the same time because they're also worried about being canceled. I, I don't know. I don't think we were ever going to get, okay, let's, I'm trying to think of the way to explain this properly because I think that we can compare this to a Real housewife situation. But right. the difference is, is that a lot of the women who are Real Housewives have money or are married to money. That's just the reality of it. But they're right. also, most of them are grown women. Even the younger ones are, they, they're established in some way. And their money is not just because they are an influencer. A lot of these people who are raised as influencers first, they build their careers on that. They are known because of that. And then you give them the chance to be on a show. Their priority is to never lose that initial audience. Right. And so they will never give you specifically like that full unfiltered version of themselves that we could potentially be getting from other reality shows because their mindset is whatever I do. Yes, this is a great opportunity, but I can't lose that. I can't lose what the audience that built me up versus seeing here's another way to build new audience and expand and do other things and show better parts of my personality or different parts of my personality. But then also how can I be continue to be authentic? But also, I think none of these people were authentic to begin with. I think that's also part of the problem. No, because I think because they all know how to put on a front. I know how to, but I choose not to. Hire me for your reality TV shows. I also have this very fun thing where people love telling me things to my face. It's very weird. I think it's because they think I'm dumb. My friends tell me it's because I have a trustworthy face. I don't know. People just tell me things. I don't know why. I'm sure it'd be very my interesting in reality. Same exact way. People will just rant to her. And I'm like, mom, what? What? I don't. Okay. Oh God. It used to be so weird at my old, when I worked in the service industry, specifically retail. Like I was like 18 working with women in their thirties and stuff. And they're like two minutes into meeting me telling me all about their boyfriend situation. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> what is going on? I had other employees tell me like, oh yeah, we shoplift here and there. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? I'm your supervisor. You cannot tell me this. Like what's going on? Like, I really, I really think this would be good in a reality TV show setting. You guys, I really do. Um, <laughs> I think it would work. I think it would oh work. Gosh. Uh, so anyway, Hannah, you know the drill. What's a shenanigan you would like to share with us today? <laughs> Okay, I have one. I thought of one. Okay, me and Amanda have been going to the same schools forever, and we went to the same college together. Yes. We were not in the same class, but I was in an art class, and within three weeks, I had three different boys from said art class slide into my DMs, right? And then we never talked ever again. Okay. Oh, I was like, I was about to hype you up. I was like, oh, shit. One year later, I have one of the guys add me on Snapchat. 20 minutes later, I get a message from him that says, who is this? I go, it's Hannah from your art class. What are you talking about? And he's all, oh, okay. I did. I just left it. I was like, okay. Okay. Two minutes later. You want to go on a date? <laughs> How? <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. 
you're not interested? No. Okay, well then have a good have a good day and have a good life. Blocks me on Instagram and, and, and Snapchat. That's my story. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> God, men are exhausting. Anyway, um, so let me get this straight. Okay, so he was one of three who slid into your DMs. Yes. A year later or two is what yes. you're saying. Yes. He added you on Snapchat. So obviously he had yeah. your Snapchat. and No, he just added me. Randomly. The same day, though, he says, who is this? Yes. Was that his line to, to start talking with you? Yes. Or was it just like, oh, I know this girl. This girl follows me on Instagram. I wonder what this is. Follow. That's okay. Anyway, it goes from one platform to another. And then, yeah. who is this? Hannah, what are you talking about? Oh, okay. And then 20 minutes later, or how much longer later does he go? Like 10, like 10 to 15 minutes later. See, my thinking is that he was like, oh, wait, it's Hannah. Oh, damn, I was really interested in her. I should have, you know, I, I never asked her out back then. I should ask her out now. And then he talked himself up to ask you out. Yeah. And yeah. that's where the gap comes in. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. I can't, I literally can't explain it. It made no sense at all. Yeah, so he probably talked himself up, asked you, and but it, it probably, I'm assuming to him it didn't seem awkward because he had been thinking about it constantly for like half an hour maybe. And then, does it versus to you it's just like this is out of nowhere and then you're like um no thank you we're not doing this no i don't want to go on a date with you okay have a nice life goodbye like here's the best thing right like we've Mm -hmm. like we were in art projects together we've had conversations we knew each other and then he slides into my and then then he adds me on snapchat goes who is this like he didn't even know who the hell i was and then asks me out and then i decline yeah i'm thinking that's his weird way of a line i i think that's my thinking i don't think he thought it was like who is this like who am i talking to i think it was unless it was you were recommended to him because oh this person's in your contacts or something like that how snapchat does and that's how he added you no idea it still baffles me it still baffles me i'm still mixed the moral of the story the moral of this shenanigan is that men are weird Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for uh, <laughs> letting welcome. me rant about the hype house at you because I feel like that's really what this podcast was. <laughs> I mean, mostly it's kind of our friendship where it's just like you have a subject and I just listen. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm just going to let her go on and just talk about what she wants to talk about because we do it with five seconds of summer. See, I would hope that by now you know you can cut me off. We do it with five seconds of summer. We do it with Marvel. And now we do it with the hype house. <laughs> You know what? Yes, I'll watch. I'm gonna get a de- I'm gonna get details about the hype house show or something. I'm gonna hear something. I'm just gonna send this to you. Like, what do we think? Like, what's going on? There's probably gonna be so much happening. Then me and you are just gonna be like, what's going on? Why is this happening right now? I'm hoping for uh, never before seen footage. What they should have done that you know what they should have done a reunion show. That's what they should have done. They should have gotten everyone together. Andy Cohen does the moderate. They needed a reunion show. They need a re- you know what? I will moderate the reunion shows for the hype house. This is what this show needs. Oh my God. I, I will come loaded with receipts. Okay. I, I will come. So Chase, when you said this, what did you mean by this? Thomas, how come this and this? And this? Oh my God. Wait, this is how we fix the show. We need a reunion show. This is how we salvage the show. I'm not kidding. Netflix, I'm serious. This is how we salvage this. They have to. If they do it with the housewives, they have to do it. Even the bachelor, bachelorette and bachelor does, does this. Yeah. We do a women tell all. We do, we do a hype house members tell all. We get everyone together and we do a, a, this is how we do this. Oh my God. X members. They didn't really do promotion. They didn't even really do promotion. They didn't do any interviews. Like, oh, the show's coming out. They didn't do that. They just dropped it quietly. And then the hype house TikTok was talking about it. That's really it. I think we need to do, okay, this is my pitch. I'm literally going to find someone and we're going <laughs> to, this is how we fix the show. We do a reunion episode. This is how we do it. Okay. 
We're doing it. I see it happening. We're, we're figuring this out. It's going to work. We're making this work. Okay. Thank you again, Hannah, so much for coming on. Please plug wherever you Anytime. want these people to find you. You can find me on Twitter, Han Gracie, H-A-N-G-R-A-C-Y-Y, if you want to hear all things about Marvel and Harry Styles. That's all I'm plugging. I'm not, I'm not interesting at all. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you all so much for listening and or watching if you were watching over on the Swell Shenanigans YouTube channel. New episodes every Wednesday, so be sure to uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast. If you would like more of me, Swell, you can go follow me on Swell Entertainment, the YouTube channel, and I put out new videos at least every Tuesday and you know be sure to subscribe like rate the podcast all of that your guys' support means so much to us and thank you all so much for listening and letting me ramble about this hype house that I am overthinking far too much thank you goodbye goodbye